So Bongani recently moved to Boston to support his wife who is pursuing a graduate degree at Harvard and their daughter travel with them and um, and obviously she's going to be studying school soon. Bongani decided to dedicate the Facebook page he created to discuss how men can support their partners in the accomplishment of uh, of their dreams and uh, particularly because in most cases women normally have to give up um, their dreams after they get married. He also wanted to discuss the impact of the move on his daughter and especially his daughter watching her dad support her mother. This obviously captured my attention for obvious reasons. It's out of the ordinary for a man to just up and go to support a woman's career like that. My exposure so far um, has always been in seeing women become the ones that drop everything and move to support their husband's careers. So I wanted to know what kind of a man this is. He must be a very special man or maybe he's just a 21st century man. What kind of a black man is Bongani Langa? Bongani is on the line with us all the way from Boston. Bongani, thank you for joining us and welcome to the Sunday Sundowner. Hey, Pukeng, thank you for having me, and what a wonderful introduction. We'll see if I can live up to it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, this this whole story is your story, and we're really just interested in the kind of man you are. Let me tell you the, 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 the irony of your Facebook post is that your name is Bongani Langa, so immediately African man. And then everything about what you post is very different. Who is Bongani Langa? Wow. Um, a son. Uh, my parents still live out in Swaziland. They're 74 and 69, respectively. Mm-hmm. I'm the father of a beautiful 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a husband, very amazing girl. Um, I have four <laughs> sisters who are like the loves of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I love to travel. I read. I like mm-hmm. to explore different things, interactions between people. But I'm also a minister. Um, my mm-hmm. church does not meet on Sunday. It meets between Monday and Saturday, which is, I think, how you pick me up on Facebook. All right. <laughs> and I use all these platforms uh-huh. to um, connect with people, either one-on-one in coffee shops. My wife and I use our home as a place people can come and just have a space to breathe and talk and mm-hmm. cry and laugh. Mm-hmm. So in a nutshell, that's, that's who I am. I love people. Don't put me behind computers. Put me where there are people. Computers, <laughs> yeah, kind of frazzle me. Yeah, that's 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 why I'm in a nutshell. Interesting. So you are just a regular guy, uh, like everybody else. So certainly you're not some. Um, alien from alien nation that has decided to do something this different um uh, you know and and that's what i like but why did you decide to set up the facebook page um the facebook page was actually set up a few years ago i think in 2013 really and if you look at it the, yeah yeah it was it's 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 been around for three years minimum mm-hmm. and i i set it up just to to motivate people, keep myself encouraged also. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it as a platform where I could air important issues or issues that mm-hmm. I found important mm-hmm. that I probably wouldn't raise on my personal page. Because mm-hmm. my personal mm-hmm. page is for my friends and my family, the family etc. Fun, but yeah. this page yeah, this page kind of moves me away from that center, you know, mm-hmm. and it allows mm-hmm. me to be, you know, kind of an alias of myself and I can actually speak about issues that will be taken differently on my personal page than I will on, mm-hmm. on my public page. You know, raising kids, relationships, faith, mm-hmm. uh, success, mm-hmm. disappointment mm-hmm. and how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So the page was, was, was put together because of that. Um, so, it, so it was intentional for you to have it, um, you know, to tackle issues that are thought-provoking. So it's quite intentional that you did that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, um, it was part of what I, I had been doing for a couple of years mm-hmm. um, anyway. So it was almost like the perfect storm. You know, all the conditions were perfect for me to put that post up at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, I had, yeah. So it, it wasn't just for the Boston trip. It was something that we've been talking about for, mm-hmm. for a few years. 
I read um, on one of the, uh, the posts that the reaction wasn't so positive. Not all positive, but it was met with mixed reaction. What are some of the reactions that you, you, you are confronted with? Um, so King, you know what? Most of them were positive. Most of them were mm-hmm. um, were, were showing uh, gratitude mm-hmm. and you know appreciation for the move we were able to make. I'd say that was the overwhelming majority of them. They were positive. Mm-hmm. Well, some of them, you know, as expected, um, were not as positive. Mm-hmm. Some were skeptical of my intentions, mm-hmm. um, and they told me so, which I think is is helpful. It paves the way for. Um, a discussion. I think mm-hmm. mutual learning. Mm-hmm. You learn as mm-hmm. much from people who criticize you mm-hmm. as probably more from people who criticize you than you do from people who who, who pat you on, on the back all the time. So mm-hmm. I mean, it was a mixed mixed reaction, but mm-hmm. the overwhelming majority was uh, people who saw it as a positive move, and that's the first time in my life I've gotten a post that's had over seventy thousand views. Really? So I think we hit quite you, a nerve you there. Did hit and a I nerve. think it's an issue we need to continue to explore. I must say um, the reaction to your Facebook stunned me. Um, maybe I'm just an optimist, but I, I could not understand the negative responses. What do you think fuels the negative responses? What about that uh, posting um, fueled the negative responses? I, I must say it caught me off guard. I wonder if it caught you off guard. Okay, um, a, a little bit, you know, um, uh, <laughs> a little bit. But, you know, I can't really speculate. I, I can only speculate. Let me mm-hmm. say that. I mm-hmm. don't know these people. They're not personal friends of mine. I don't know what has happened in their lives that causes them to want to react in this way. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason, and I think we should respect whatever reason people, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Um and I think it allows for discussion. Mm-hmm. And I think respect also means that we will debate the issue. You know, it won't mm-hmm. just be someone coming in and just saying, you know, you're full of nonsense and then they shut down communication. Mm-hmm. These people were open. They told me what they felt, what they thought. Mm-hmm. And we were able to engage with them. And mm-hmm. I think we reached um, solutions that favored both of us, even mm-hmm. if that solution was to continue to disagree. But it was basically amicable. Mm-hmm disagreement which which I think is great now did, did, could you categorize um, the kind of responses you were getting do you think uh, cultural beliefs played a part and uh, was there a difference in terms of the reaction based off maybe racial um, you know uh, um, dynamics um could you please ask me that again? You're, you're, break, you're breaking up. I'm so sorry. Okay. I was asking if um, when you look at the responses that we're getting, could you perhaps categorize them and um, could you see what could have fueled it? Perhaps cultural beliefs? Um, what were the characteristics of those responses? I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know whether you saw um, a racial divide, a kind of response from an, someone with an African background versus somebody with a Western background, or, or whether it was just mixed all around. Um, it was actually, huh? It was mostly, I think, guys who disagreed with uh, with me the most. They oh, felt really? like I was putting on a show. Yeah, they felt like oh, I was putting weird. on a show. Mm. Um. The, the, the women who did disagree with me, mm-hmm. um, it was from a point of me taking what belongs to my wife in terms of this is her accomplishment. Why aren't you talking more about her? Why aren't you talking about her? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, we got people as far as India, as far as Pakistan, mm. South Africa, the US, the UK. Mm-hmm. Everyone from all of those countries and all of those cultures looked mm-hmm. at it and almost unanimously said, this is not common. So this mm-hmm. is just not an mm-hmm. African problem. Mm-hmm. This is a male problem. It's mm-hmm. worldwide. Look at this. It's Asia. It's Africa. It's Europe. It's the Americas. We got responses from all of those places and they were all um, in favor of what we're doing because it was not a common thing in their place. So, you know, mm, mm, um, quite yeah. interesting. 
quite interesting one of, one of the reactions that caught my eyes um, was um, someone saying why do you find it necessary to share this in public so why do you just out of interest hi cooking um uh, did you hear that do you want me to repeat that can you hear me mm. I can, I can hardly hear you, but I'm, I'm going to try really hard. Huh? Okay. I'm saying one of the reactions that, that caught my eye is um, someone that wrote, why do you find it necessary to share this in public? Um, my question to you is, why do you? Why did you find it necessary to share it in public? Oh, well, good question. Um, you know, let's, let, let's start from the very top. This is Harvard, baby. It's big. Mm. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's mm -hmm. Harvard. You know, it's 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 a it's a huge accomplishment, and Fuki's done really really well mm -hmm. um, to be able to to get to where she is right now. Mm -hmm. And I don't see why I need to segment what I praise her for in public and what I praise her for in private. You know, when mm -hmm. we got married. Mm -hmm. um, I praised her in public. I made promises to her in public. Mm -hmm. Why is it now that when she's achieved some of the goals that we talked about when we were dating, why can't I come out in public and say, wow, wow. here's no. this beautiful mm. girl who's done so well. I mean, look at her. Shower her with the confetti. Wow. You know? it's, mm. it's, it's her time. Mm. She's media shy. She won't do that. Mm. I'm not media shy. So I'm going <laughs> You'll do to do that for that her. Official voice of her success. <laughs> oh, that is so and cute. Also, yeah. And also cooking. And uh. also cooking. You think of it. There are 23-year-old girls who are watching my page. Mm -hmm. the, the, the most, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, um, the insights on the page it's 20 to 34 year old people 40 mm percent -hmm. of them are women between the ages of 20 to 34. Mm -hmm. they're watching this page mm. they're watching this girl who's their age mate succeed go mm. from swaziland tiny swaziland mm -hmm. to harvard wow. it said to them hey i can do this too you know mm -hmm. if someone from swaziland a country that can fit 30,000 times into the rest of the world that mm, small mm. can succeed and get to the best colleges in the world mm. what's wrong with me you know yeah. or I can yeah. do it too it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really great lastly I think we should make this public because um, I'm going to give you a story I know a man in our country in, in Swaziland mm -hmm. uh, who was married to a bank manager mm -hmm. um, in Swaziland you still need to as a married woman in Swaziland if you're married in community of property you need your husband's co-signature on any loan, even a personal loan, okay? Mm. Uh, which, which is why you need men like me to say, you know what, if the girl is making the dough, if she's making the money, she needs to sign her own checks. She doesn't need you, you know? mm -hmm. which, is, which is why this was close to my heart. But anyway, going back to this issue, the man, the lady was a bank manager, mm -hmm. and for her whole working life, she was unable to build a house. They were they lived in a two bedroom house with four children, two boys, two girls. Mm -hmm. The parents shared one room. I don't know how the kids did, okay? Mm -hmm. Because he would not co-sign, okay? What? And I, I and I, we need to call those guys out and say, hey, you can't be doing that. Your mm -hmm. success is your family success. Her success mm -hmm. is the family success. Think this through. Don't I mean? Don't be a jerk. Think it through, mm, you know. Mm. I'm, I'm, I hope I can say jerk on your show. But, of course. You know, don't, don't be a fool. If you're being don't a jerk, be a you're being a Think jerk. <laughs> yeah. So I need to put it in the public domain. Guys need to just grow up. But, you know, it would seem easy um, for women to just up and go. And how did you, particularly as a man, arrive at the decision to move with her? What are some of the things you had to consider? Um... Good question. You need to ask yourself, when the career is over, who do you come home to? Mm -hmm. When you succeed at work, who celebrates with you? When you get knocked down at work, who comes to your side and to your aid? Do you want to leave those people behind when you are learning, or do you want to send them away if it's their opportunity uh, to go to school? Or would you rather be right beside them as they grow, you grow with them so that you can understand the next level they're going to because you were there the whole way. So, so 
that 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 was it. My father and my mother. You can tell from my funny accent that I grew up here.、Mm-hmm. Um, so when my dad was offered a scholarship when he was young, we there, there were three of us at the time.、Um, he refused the scholarship because it didn't include my mother and it didn't include my two sisters and I.、Mm-hmm. And he said, "Give it to a young person." Who can use the opportunity? But I have a family,、mm-hmm. and if I'm going to grow, I'm going to grow by going with my family. Two years later, they reviewed the decision. They gave us a scholarship that took us here, and we grew up here. We studied here. They worked a bit. We went back home. Okay. And he's always said, make it a point. You never divide your family. Never let opportunity divide your family. Okay. Because it's two, three years. I've been、mm-hmm. doing this for two to three years. Smaller、mm-hmm. opportunity and feasible.、Mm-hmm. That's the way that it. You need to ask yourself: When the careers are over, you're sixty or seventy. Are you going to come back home to a wife that you left and went and improved yourself, or are you going to come home to a wife you struggled with and those struggles made you stronger?、Mm. So that's how I made my decision. Wow! If you've just joined us, we're talking to Bongani Langa. Bongani moved to Boston, U.S., in support of her spouse, who has、um, started studying、uh, for a master's degree in Harvard. You know, one of the things that I like、um, that Bongani mentioned is that、um, a lesson that his father、uh, taught him is that make it a point that you never let opportunity divide. Yeah,、um, your family, and and I think it's such a profound lesson that he learned. He had to be raised by a very very extraordinary man for him to be able to do something like this. After the break, we continue with、uh, Bongani Langa. Do stay tuned. An African perspective on global affairs. Ubuntu Radio. Radio. Hi, I'm Tari Munjezi. Join me on my brand new show, First Wave, on Ubuntu Radio, from Monday, 4 July, 6 to 9 a.m. Central African Time. In 180 minutes, I cover what happened overnight through in-depth interviews, analysis, and commentary. The best of South African and global news-making stories from an African perspective. First Wave with me, Tari Munjezi, Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Central African Time. Get you out of my head, and I know I can't. 
The Sunday Sundowner with Pokeng Mohatlaane. Welcome back. This is, of course, the Sunday Sundowner with me, Pokeng Mohatlaane. I've just played you there, Tony Braxton. Breathe again. Where were you when Tony Braxton was the it girl? I remember I was at Varsity. I know, I know, I know I'm giving away my age. Um, but yeah, those were the days we really, really used to enjoy that, um, that song. If you've just joined us, on the line we have our guest, Mr. Bongani Langa, who is based in Boston and has, um, relocated to Boston to support his, um, uh, wife uh, while she's pursuing her studies um, doing her master's degree and uh, we are really just reflecting on being a man and supporting your partner or spouse in achieving their dream this is obviously not a, a familiar um, a phenomenon for men in, in fact uh, in the last segment Bongani did rightfully mention that this is not a racial issue it's not an African issue it's a male issue given the reaction that um, he, he had um, uh, he received from from his Facebook page. Bongani, um, welcome back. Um, I'm now interested to know um, w- what about your career? What 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 do you do? Okay, so um, for the past ten years, I have worked in leadership. Mm-hmm. I was the founding CEO of the Church Movement on HIV and AIDS back in 2005 mm-hmm. uh, in Swaziland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in my 20s then. Job almost killed me, but I learned a lot. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, for the past five years, I was the country director of an organization called Enactus, Entrepreneurial Action Through Us, and mm-hmm. Act Us in Swaziland. And, and the, the organization actually teaches young people in college, in tertiary institutions and institutions of learning, uh, how to start and run profitable, socially aware and environmentally conscious businesses. So, so we you- have what we call a 3P approach. Mm-hmm. So you're helping people, you're preserving the planet while you make profit. So it's been in leadership, it's been in uh, motivation, it's been in uh, education, so that, that's, that's what I do. Oh, so, so you had your own career as well that you had to consider um, and, you know, before you decided to move. So it wasn't necessarily just a, an easy get up and go, let's do this. No, it wasn't an easy get up and go. Um, when we learned about the opportunity, it was the 4th of January, uh, two days after my birthday, so it was kind of like a really nice way to, to, to celebrate with, 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 um, with Futi. So we had to sit down and say, we have six months before we need to start school. Mm-hmm. What do we need to wind up now? So we began the process in January, um, and I spoke to my superiors here in the U.S., um, and possibly we will find something for me to do while I'm here with the organization. I would love that. Mm-hmm. I'll continue to lend the hand in supporting the new country director back mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. for probably three months or so. Mm-hmm. But you know, after that, really, it's it's um, we'll see we'll we'll see what happens. How how um, has the transition itself yeah. affected um, your family? And and here I'm talking about your wife and kids. How are they what adjusting? About family? Um, my question is, how has the transition affected your family? Um, well, we've just moved. Mm. Um, my daughter is starting at a great new school, which is an eight-minute walk from where we live, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a school that has about 100 nationalities. You know, Boston is a very international city with everyone coming to study at the universities here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's different. I mean, she, the school she was at back at home had 66 different nationalities, so that's not going to be different. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, relocating does affect you. I mean, mm. what mm. I'm trying not to do right now is 
do conversion from Rand to the dollar because <laughs> you walk into a shop and the bread is two dollars thirty nine cents. You know, I will. See what's up at the Yeah, you know, so you'll starve. Not, you'll I'm starve. Not to do that <laughs> because then I end up not buying anything. <laughs> and again, we still have a few loose ends to tie up at home. Mm-hmm. The time difference makes that a bit difficult. Mm. Now you're moving from inches to meters to gallons to miles. They're driving to on miles, the wrong side yeah. of the road. I know, I know, so, I know. You know <laughs> you're a menace. You become a menace time. on the road when you A lot know. of it is still unfolding, I'll be honest with uh-huh, you. Um, uh-huh. Right now, there's a lot of um, adrenaline because we're just here. We're trying to push things through. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? We made a commitment to talk through everything, to be honest, to be mm. kind. To one another when we're frustrated mm. so so I think uh, that goes for not just Puti and myself but also Sponela we need to know where she's at how she's doing at school and stuff yeah but but I think I think perhaps it might be a little easier for you because you grew up in the US um, you know just just integrating into that society might be a little easier for you you know what when I was here I was a child Um, And we lived in the Midwest. Um, The culture up in New England is different from the culture in the Midwest. Yes, it's still the U.S. Yes, I mean, they speak English, but the culture is very different. And this time around, I'm responsible for the bills with my wife, you know, back then it was my parents. (laughs) But you haven't lost the accent, funny enough. It's coming back home and finding that the neighbors have moved, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah, and you're feeling like like a total stranger. It is a bit easier. Some things are second nature. Many things are not. Mm. So I'm relearning um, everything else. So it's not as easy. It 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 does feel like I'm here for the first time. Yeah. Would you say that the fact that um, you, you, you guys, your whole family moved in the name of your wife, do you think perhaps this could be putting pressure on her, having rearranged um, the family's life? Um, you know what, it's, it's always been a dream of ours to spend some time outside of the country. Actually, the first year we were married, we were already looking for opportunities in Mozambique. Mm. Um, my father's from Mozambique, and so mm. um, we were looking for experiences outside the country. Um, and, and like I said, Swaziland is very small. We're a small, we're a beautiful nation, beautiful people, but we're very small. And mm. opportunities, mm. even though they are available, they're limited. The size and the economy of the country makes things very um, competitive, let me say, mm-hmm. but also very limited. So we were looking to go outside the country. And I think this was just basically the, the next big step. Um, it was either going to come through em- employment or it was going to come through a situation like, like this. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's not a burden. It's actually a win. It's a very big win. Mm, okay. I, I know what living outside the country did for me as a child, mm-hmm. going back to Swaziland, seeing things in a different light. Mm, mm. Um, and we want that for her also. So, so, mm-hmm. so no, I think this was a big lesson. So it does sound like it was part of the bigger plan of family. That's good. That's good. Now, being uh, in this instance, you the spouse that agreed to relocate. All right. Um, d- did it breed any uncertainty? And um, how are you dealing with the unknowns right now as Bongani? Now, looking into Bongani and what uh, what the future holds, d- do you go through moments of uncertainty and f- um, fear of the unknown? Um, you know what? If I said I didn't think about it, I'd be lying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking at how things worked out. Six months ago, we didn't know we'd be in Boston. We're in Boston right now. Um, I was reading something the other day. Can mm-hmm. you still hear me? Yes, I can. Loud and clear. Okay, okay. Sorry about that. I was reading something the other day that said um, if you are, if, if you're, if you are guilty, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. If you're in peace, you're living in the now. Puti and I are really trying to learn how to live in the right now. 
all we have and all we really know is right now. So we try to take it one step at a time, but you know, that anxiety will always present itself from time to time. And I think it's, um, it's healthy anxiety because it says we are concerned about how the future plays out. And, mm. uh, but what we're going to try to do is, is, is not stress. Let me tell you a story of how we, uh, how we, of what's happening here. We have a wonderful human being. Her name is Taki. She's mm-hmm. from Kenya. Mm-hmm. She opened her home for us. Wow. Spoiled us rotten, you know? This girl had never met us until we landed at the airport. We had communicated over email. Mm-hmm. We had called one another. But the first time we met was at the airport. She took us into her home. She brought her sister here to meet with us, called her parents from Kenya to make us feel welcome. Oh, wow. You know? So, so here we are in a place where we were wondering, because our lease starts on the 1st of August, where are we going to stay? Between now Here's and the then, lady yeah. who opens up the door for us. You know what that says to me? It says, if you look at the Bible, the steps of a righteous man are ordered, ordered by, by God. God. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I am, I'm confident that the future is in his hands. Amen. He made this opportunity available. He'll continue to maneuver us through, through, through whatever. So I, I'm really, really not uh, concerned, but yeah. I must say sometimes that anxiety does come, and I think it's natural. Well, isn't it amazing, though, um, just with the story of, of, of your Kenyan friend, is, isn't it amazing that the minute Africans move out of Africa and go to a different continent, we get there and behave as if Africa is one country. And we really live the spirit of Ubuntu. And it's quite encouraging to hear that you're experiencing the warmth of Ubuntu from so far away from home. This has been amazing. You know, um, right now, if someone says Africa is one big country, I'm going to give them a hug. Because <laughs> Aki, that's what she showed us. Aww. Abby, that's what they yeah. showed us. Mr. and Mrs. Musinga out in Nairobi, shout out to them. Uh-huh. Um, we're grateful for you guys and for looking at people who needed what you had and offering it to us. So, right now, I don't see any borders. Um we, we cook pop the same way, you know, she made sure there's pop in this house. We love her for that, you know. Mm, mm, <laughs> it, mm. it, 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 it's great when Ubuntu is practiced, even in the most um, unexpected places on earth. You know, let, let me put it that way. Mm, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm really grateful to the spirit of Ubuntu for, for showing us what we saw here. Yeah. Well, if you've just joined us, we are talking to Bongani Langa. Bongani, like um, I've mentioned earlier, he has relocated to a different continent um, in the USA um, to support his wife and in her dream to achieve her master's there in Harvard. And it's really encouraging talking to an African man. And I particularly keep on mentioning an African man because my my, my form of reference is, is um, well, I'm in Africa. Um, I was raised African. I've lived with African, and 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 and, and as I, I do understand how we think. I'm not talking. I'm not representing a, a complete human race. I'm talking about Pokane's experiences, and in my own experience, I've never seen a man does such a beautiful gesture for for his woman. And we can certainly learn a thing or two from from Bongani's experience. After the break, we're going to be continuing with Bongani and. Um, I, I, I really would, um, we're going to be talking about, um, you know, what men um, supporting women's ambitions and, and what, you know, what does it mean from an equality point of view? Is it a marital compromise? Is it a marital obligation? Or is it an equality issue in our society? And what the impact of this have on marriage and many more? After the break, uh, do stay tuned. You could do some of the normal way. Or you could do some of the Huawei, and Huawei is making that possible. That's because if you buy any Huawei phone or tablet this summer, you can win 10,000 Rand every day for 100 days. That's 10,000 Rand for food, family, parties, holidays, kitchens, books, bikes, gifts, furniture, friends, or yourself. That's doing some of the Huawei. With Huawei and me, creative director Jay Something, that's pretty wow. Get to your nearest store and buy a Huawei device to qualify. T's and C's apply.
Welcome back. This is the Sunday Sundowner with me, Puke Muhatlani, and we are coming to you live from our studios in Pretoria, the capital city of South Africa. And we are talking to Bongani Langa. Bongani has taken his time to talk to us here at the Sunday Sundowner about a Facebook page that he set up in support of, of his wife who had has started her master's degree in, in Boston, USA. And he, as a man, has decided to relocate with his wife to support her and celebrate her success and it's really um, quite an encouraging and an inspiring story but funny enough in our discussions we we've heard that um, you know he has received some negative responses from this and I don't know if it has to do with my optimism but you, you, you really can't please everyone but um, welcome back we're going to continue with the show Bongani are you still with us? Bongani. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the line. Um, now, as a man supporting a woman's ambition, is this an issue of equality or marital obligation? Did you see it as a responsibility you have because you married, or you were already trying to address a societal issue? Uh, okay, I think it's both. Really. Uh-huh. I think mm-hmm. it's both. Think of it. When you marry someone, um, this is the message... You're, you're sending across. You're saying, I will be enough for you. I will try to meet you everywhere. I will walk with you. Mm. You're, you're saying to that person, it's okay to burn your bridges. You won't need them. I'm here. I'm here. Okay? Mm. Basically, I will love you. I'll honor you. I'll support you. I'll be a sounding board. You know, I won't let you uh, self-destruct. You put mm. it that way. I'm going to learn how to walk with you. I know I met you after you had 32 teeth, but I'm going to try to see how your life and my life intermingle. Okay? Mm-hmm. Burn your bridges. Take mm-hmm. me. Trust me. Walk with me. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I will, I will cherish you and honor you every second of every minute, of every hour, of every day, of every week, of every month, of every year, till death do us part. Mm. That is the marriage commitment. And people need to understand that. If mm. you're not committed to doing that, don't do it. Go and it play. Nowhere. Now, but if you're going to marry someone, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what you're saying to them. Mm. So, mm. And, and also, I'm taking you in, and you're taking me in. Uh-huh. You might be shaped differently. There might be things on your body that aren't on mine because you're male, I'm female. But, you know, as human beings, we mm-hmm. are equals, we are co-partners, and we're going to live this life thing together. And you don't need to worry because you have me. That's both equality and marital obligation. So men need to understand that society lives outside your mm-hmm. door. Mm-hmm. Inside your house, you need to create your own society, your mm-hmm. own family, your own culture. You know. Yes, it's influenced by the things we've learned. I don't want to be naive. You know? mm-hmm. The reason I continue to think, well, I'm the man, so I must be the protector. I must be this. I mm-hmm. must be. It's because of the way that I was raised. Mm-hmm. Raised by a good family. But, you know, it was almost always the women nurture, the men provide. You know, mm-hmm. we got, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I grew, up, grew up in a culture that, that taught me that. But, you know, in my own doors. I need to learn something different, which I take outside and I can share with other guys, um, just like I'm doing with, with, with the page. Wow. And um, you know what, what um, I'm, I'm just listening to you reciting that the marital obligation that you inherently are committing to when you get married. And it's, it's usually quite surprising that um, we've allowed society to skew that, to mean be that. A woman should be that for a man, and yet we don't require our men to be that for us. Do you think as women we somehow perpetuate the skew, the skewedness of it, if there's such a word? Um, yes and no. Yes in that um, if a woman has an opportunity, the first thing she thinks of is, my kids and my husband, how does it affect them? Mm. And then she will, she will make the decision based on how that will adversely or otherwise affect those people. 
Mm. A man won't think in that way because he's not trained to think that way. He's he's groomed by society. Take every opportunity, regardless of how reckless, regardless of who it hurts. You know, as long as you're at the top, everyone else they'll heal, they'll be okay. Okay. So because we teach our women that when they're young, mm. nurture. Where natasha sita samanban, go put it in the sink. You know, you've got two. You've got a girl and a boy. They're, even if they're twins and mm. they're eating, when they're done eating, the mother will say to the girl, "Take your twin brother's plate and go put it in the sink." The boy has feet. The boy <laughs> has hands. If they can use to eat the food, he can take those hands and take that plate, put it in the dish, in the sink, and wash it. So. Mm. I think women are perpetuating what they have been taught by their mothers and their mothers and their mothers. So, I'll say yes, they're doing it, but I'll say no, it's not entirely their fault. Society mm-hmm. has shaped them to do that. Do you think that men uh, would have to lose their individual authority or uh, maybe their patriarchal position in society to be able to do what you've done? You know, look. I mean, I think we need to think about deconstructing a couple of what I consider harmful stereotypes around authority, and I think they keep us back. Mm. Um, losing individual authority. I ask myself, what does that mean? Patriarchal position. What mm. does that? Mean? What is that?、Mm. You know, does it mean that I can just say whatever I say goes when I bark? People、mm. need to run. Um, what is that? Because that's how we're we're taught.、Um, I've had the privilege of watching my wife raise our daughter,、mm-hmm. uh, and I think, from personal experience, raising a child is the hardest job in the world. Imagine if your child was your boss. Okay,、oh. here's a person. Here's a person who can call you at any time. They don't tell you what's wrong with them. They don't tell you what they need done. All they do is they scream and scream and scream about something they haven't even communicated. That boss is tied to your hip <laughs> all the time. All the time, you have no break.、Uh, uh. He's up, you're up. If he's asleep, you're trying to sneak in a few hours and sleep. But as soon as they wake up, you need to be up. Twenty-four-seven、mm. for about five years before they start to cool down and go outside the house.、Mm, mm. And you think you can compare that to a job that you go to eight hours a day and you come back from? Mm, mm. So, if being a patriarch is about doing the hard work, why don't we get our guys to raise kids? Why don't we get our guys to 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 to?、Um, I mean, be, being a patriarch. Here's how I here's how I understand it. Let, yeah. Let me just tell you how I understand.、It. Yeah. You want to be a patriarch. Your job is to make it a point that your kids are raised very well. They can succeed anywhere. Your boys and your girls can succeed anywhere they're put on earth. They can be assertive. They can learn the difference between assertion and aggression. They can be courteous. Mm. They can they can demand you know with patience things, and, and your girls as a father you need to know that any room they walk into they're the most beautiful girl in that room because you told them that、yeah. that's patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and if I have to give that up for opportunities like these, no, I'm going to maintain my patriarchal position, raise my kids well, make it a point that when. Every woman behind closed doors in the gym sonas talks、mm. about my wife. They know she's taken care of. But not only that,、mm. when we are behind closed doors and there's no one around but us, and maybe I'm sleeping and snoring, she'll look at me and say, "This guy takes care of me. This、He's、is my dude." <laughs> I, do do women get、um, uh, the support、um, they need from partners to succeed to the magnitude they can? Generally, is it something?、Um, is, is it the new age thing now?、Um, women are getting the support they need from their partners. 
Are you asking if it's a new age thing? Yes, I'm asking because um, my my own experience growing up, it's always been the other way around. It's always been women that are up in and going, dropping everything, compromising on things that have to do with career. Um, not once have I ever come across a man like you that then decides to do it the other way around for his wife. So I'm, 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 I'm wondering, is it a new age thing that in these days uh, men more and more men are doing what you're doing or you finding that um, they are there f- too far in between but um, you know a luta continua cooking there's not enough of us there's not enough of us I'll, I'll be honest mm. um, my very best friend in the world one is Sandy Desconde works for Standard Bank in South Africa he mm-hmm. moved from Swaziland to be with his wife in South Africa mm-hmm uh, because the back and forth was not working for their marriage. So mm-hmm. he went to Standard Bank. It was a horizontal move. It's not that he got a promotion. Mm-hmm. He got more traffic and more stress just to be with his wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Job of trust, right? Mm-hmm. Another friend of mine who's just moved to go to Laos with his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife works for uh, the United Nations for UNICEF. Mm-hmm. So they've moved to Asia where he as an architect okay is teaching english while they're looking for work around so that his family can be together mm-hmm. there's a lot of us mm-hmm. it's just that people don't make noise on their facebook pages like i do so okay. i'm calling these guys out i'm going to make sure that their names are out there that people know that they can go and point at good men who are supporting their women mm-hmm. so making sure that their careers are as good and as as important and as well developed as their own even if it means they need to take a break a bit for their wives and their partners to 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 gain the move that they need there are guys out there the ones that are great mm-hmm. are like this guy on on facebook who said he doesn't need to to announce i think he does if he's a great guy let's talk about it mm-hmm. um but i think it's happening more and more and as you say aluta continua Um you know um Bongane I always say time flies when we're having fun and um it's times yeah. like this that I hate time itself but I'm I really do feel honored that you actually heed my call um it wasn't difficult for you to say yes and I was excited I thought I would have to convince you and you you just um you know you just said sure so thank you so much for joining us but before you go I want to ask you this maybe there's someone out there listening a man like you a uh, young or old who is out there and who is faced with a similar um decision to make what would you say um let's say he's not sure about it what would you say to that man that's the guys I'd say this um do you want to be the guy your wife always looks at and thinks i could have been a phd were it not for you okay If you don't want to be that guy, organize yourself around opportunities that become available for you and for your wife in equal measure. Okay, careers are very dynamic these days. You don't need you don't if you there's a book, there's a book by um um Sheryl uh, Sandberg, uh the COO billionaire, mm-hmm. COO mm-hmm. of Facebook, she's a woman. uh called Lean in I I would I would say to guys everyone read that book I read that book you know as part of my move to come here preparing mm-hmm. myself for this move mm. so, what's the name of the book self success as a man is when my wife is bringing in half the income and I am doing half of the housework that's success can you repeat that success For, uh, what, and this is this is the the COO's husband that said this. Excuse me. Um I just want you to repeat what um that last statement you made about the book that you wrote. It says success is when what has happened? All right. This is I'm using Cheryl Sandberg's word. Yes. She's a woman. Okay. She wrote the book entitled yes. Lean In. Oh, Lean In. Um, oh. She says success is when the woman is bringing in half of the family income and the man is doing half of the housework that if you get to that you're equals you're really you've really done well so support her as much as she would support you if she would drop everything 
and make sure you succeed when a chance for you to drop everything to make sure she succeeds happens, um, follow her. Don't worry about what people say. Yeah, what if she leaves me after that? And uh, I mean, if hierarchy and fear-based. You can't approach opportunity with fear. You approach it with faith, with planning, and with a lot of communication. Bongani, thank you, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. It's, it's truly been a pleasure. And I wish you all the best to you, your wife, and your daughter. I hope we will do this again later on so we can hear how you've settled in. Well, I hope you'll call me. This is my number. Thank you so much. Well, I've liked your page on Facebook, so I will not forget you. Thank you so much, Bongani. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, and stay well. All right. Appreciate it.